boy. How's it going? It's Thursday. It's about 2 o'clock. A little late in the day. A little later than I would like to have done this, but, you know, believe it or not, I was actually a little busy for the first half of the day today. I had some other stuff going on. I was doing some some of this, some of that, you know? A lot of, a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. Just trying to make it through, do the thing. Uh, yeah, it's, um... Not a not a bad day today. It's not very um weather's not treating us too kind up here. It's starting to turn again. It's gonna cool off again tomorrow, which just blows. It's only gonna be like in the high sixties, low seventies, something like that. It, honestly, we'll probably be lucky if it'll break seventy tomorrow because we got these cold fucking rains coming in from somewhere. I mean, golly, man. I'm over this. You know, I know it's not technically summertime until the end of June, like the third week of June, but Jesus Christ, bro. I'm over this, man. Over it. I am ready for some nice, consistently balls-to-the-wall hot weather, like oppressive heat, hard to breathe, you know, the air conditioning just feels like such a relief. That is what I'm here for. Because, man, because, look, my th- here's my thing. So I work during the day, right? And, and I work in a place that is well-maintained temporarily. You know, the, the building that I'm in, we've got good uh, AC. So it's going to be cool while I'm at work no matter what. And, but when it's, 90 degrees during the day, then that means that it's going to be like 70 in the morning. And then in the evening, when I get home and the sun is going down, then that means that it is also going to be like, it'll be in the 80s and then going into the 70s, like when it's actually, you know, like starting to get dark out. And that, I'm telling you. I just, I cannot wait for that because this shit right here where it's like sprinkling, raining, or actually like this morning, it was like a downpour while I was, you know, while we were getting ready for work, it was a nightmare. Um, and I was just not feeling that, like not even a little bit. Um, but you know, whatever, it's, uh, it'll, it'll get better. This too shall pass, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but, oh man, gotta say, so look, obviously there's a lot of events going on right now, politically speaking, and I don't really want to touch on that because that's as sad as it is. It's not really my place and it's not, it's not my thing. I don't really want to get into that. Um, you know, so I will, you know, choose not to. Um, but man, aside from that in the business of, of, of other, you know, people dying. Ray Liotta died today. 67 years old, man. Not really that old. You know, I mean, 67 years is a good run. And for a guy who's been like big time movie and TV star famous, you know, I mean, Ray Liotta has been, he's been famous. I mean, Goodfellas came out, I think in the nineties, I think, but he was famous before that. And I think he was in some movies 
before Goodfellas came out. I mean, he was a working actor. Obviously, Goodfellas is really what put him on the map, you know. Man, fuck, I love Ray Liotta, though, dude. Ah, he's the best. He was the best. I mean, he's a, he's a good fella. You know, he's the guy who said the line. He's a, he's a, you know, I like that guy. He's a good fella. That's fucking Ray Liotta right there, man. You know? It's, uh, yeah. It fucking sucks, man. He's a, he's a good one. And that movie, Goodfellas, is like one of my like top five, top ten favorite movies of all time. It just means a lot to me because of like when I watched it, you know, the time, like when I was growing up, the age that I saw that movie was probably very inappropriate. I was probably way too young to watch something like that. But man, it just, it stuck with me. It imprinted on me. And it's, I remember like everything out of that movie, everything out of that movie. It's, it's fucking crazy such a great soundtrack you know all of the acting is great between you know Ray Liotta and Robert De Niro and fucking Joe Pesci I mean I mean to everybody dude I mean oh my gosh everybody was great Samuel L. Jackson was in that movie gets you know it's totally slept on um, I'm trying to think. I can't remember the guy's name because he looks just like a teacher that I had in high school. Her dad looks just like Polly from Goodfellas, and I can't remember his fucking name. Oh, God, I can't remember his name. That sucks. Anyway, great fucking actor, dude. I mean, just uh, even in the woman, I can't remember what her name is, the woman who played Karen Hill. I mean, fuck. Uh, God, so great. It is such a good movie, such a good story, dude. And the fact that it was, the fact that it was real made it so much cooler to me because that was like my first experience to that. Like, like what? Movies can be, like movies like this can be based off real people? People lived like this? You know? Like it's just, oh God, it sucks, man. R.I.P. Ray Liotta. I like, I like Ray Liotta a lot, man. It's, it sucks. He's another good one. Another one of the favorites down the tubes. Um, yeah. Oh, but how about, in other news, how about your Boston Celtics getting the win last night? What did I say? What did I say? Maybe it was the beginning of this week or last week. The only way that Boston is going to get the series win, they have to be able to win two in a row. They have to be able to do it. If they win two in a row, there's enough games left. If they got to do it in game six or they got to do it in game seven, they could get the win. They could pull it off. They could get the series win. They won in Boston. They went on the road. They won in Miami. Now they're on the way back to Boston. And I'm telling you, it's like a storybook ending right now for the way that they could be able to close out these, these, uh, what do you call it? The way that they could close out the this series, the Eastern Conference Finals, because Larry Bird is presenting his award for the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Because you know they got a Conference Finals MVP now. Um, the Larry Bird and the Magic Johnson Trophy for Eastern Conference Final MVP. Not only is it 
you know, not only is it Larry Bird giving the award to a classic East Coast, could be potentially giving the award to a classic East Coast team, the Boston Celtics, but to do potentially do it in Boston, in front of the home crowd. You've got the quintessential Celtics legend. I mean, when you think of the great Celtic players of all time, it's probably Bill Russell at number one and then Larry Bird at number two. And honestly, you could probably take them either or. Either either way, I think you could take them. And him potentially presenting the award in front of the home crowd in Boston, oh, man, that would be amazing to see. That would be a really cool trophy presentation right there. So part of me hopes that Boston gets the win when they go back home just so that we can see, you know, such a cool trophy presentation. It'd be, oh, it's going to be so cool if they get to, if they could pull that one off, you know what I'm saying? And what's going on in the Western Conference Finals? What else did I say? It wouldn't surprise me if the Mavs were able to pull one out at home, if they were able to squeak, you know, sneak away with a, a win. You know, they went, the Warriors went up 3-0, but they had one more game in in Dallas before they head back to, um, they're still in the Bay Area, right? They, I know they moved, but they're still up near San Francisco, Oakland, you know, whatever, the city, as it were. Um, Yeah, they're still up there in in that area, surely to God. So, um just like I thought, you know, wouldn't surprise me at all if they came away with a, a win out there. And sure enough, Dallas, Ma- the Mavs, and Luca really got it done. That team went off, you know. Luca went in and, and put up big numbers for him to be able to get that W, and they brought it home. But what's it really worth? Because, like I said, they're going back to California, and Golden State's probably going to take the series right there. It's probably going to wrap, They're probably going to wrap this up 4-1 and go to the finals. And just like I said yesterday, I still maintain, if they go to the finals and the Warriors win, especially if they win, you know, like it's a not really a blowout, but they win like 4-1, 4-2, you know, over who, whatever team from the East they end up playing – you know, more than likely the Celtics. Um, I think at that point, you know, you got to start considering Steph Curry to be a, a top top all-time player, top 10 all-time player. You just really do. They don't see a way around it. So that's really what I'm hoping for. Um, hoping to see at least, you know, I don't think that anybody could beat him. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Man, I got to tell you, though, I was thinking about it. I was talking to my buddy about this yesterday because his kid, so my best friend, I don't know, man, I have like three best friends from three important times in my life. You know, my oldest, my oldest friend I have known, I have been friends with for like, for literally almost 25 years, my buddy Damien. He lives in Florida. We've been friends we've been best friends since like the, basically the summer after the first grade is when we became friends. And then, um, we went to school together all the way through to high school. And then, you know, we sep we separated quote unquote separated, 
he went to Jacksonville University and I went to UK. And, um, you know, like we have our own lives and stuff. He's got a kid and a wife. And obviously I have a wife and, you know, uh, four kids with one on the way, you know, that kind of a deal. So our lives have kind of like, we're, we're pretty similar. We've talked pretty regularly. Um, and then my buddy Mikey, who I met, in the sixth grade and who has been like a ride or die homie basically since the minute that I met him and became friends with him, you know, all of our other friends have kind of drifted in and out and fallen away except, you know, me and him, you know, we were best friends like through and through, you know, everything we, this is, we work together right now. He's in production and I'm in engineering. Um, and but we work for the same company in the same in the same area um and so it's uh it's pretty cool like we've worked together before um and so he has he started his family way before me because him and his girlfriend now wife she got pregnant when we were still in high school so she has she graduated early she graduated, so like she got pregnant like the summer of our junior year or the end of our junior year and decided to graduate senior year early. So she graduated in the fall of our senior year instead of the spring of our senior year, which is typical. You know, she graduated in like November, beginning of December, had their kid on Christmas Eve, and then, um, so like, you know, she's 11 now, you know, she turns 11, uh, or sorry, she turns 12 this year. She's 11 now. And so she graduated from elementary school, the fifth grade here. So I don't know, different areas do it differently where we, our public school systems are elementary is, you know, kindergarten or first grade through fifth. Um, and then, uh, you know, you go to middle school or junior high, whatever you want to call it, from the sixth to the eighth grade, and then high school is ninth to twelfth. Um, and so she graduated from elementary school the other day. I mean, so crazy. It's talking to him, like I said, I mean, dude, I remember when she was born. I was there when she was born, man. You know? I mean, like I was there that night in the hospital with him when she was born. It was crazy. It's crazy to think about. It. It's been this time, man. 11 years, 11 and a half years, bro, that like this human has been around. I mean, just fucking nuts, bro. Fucking nuts. And I was talking to him about it because my oldest kid has her little kindergarten ceremony today, kindergarten graduation ceremony thing. You know, she turns six um, next week. She turns six. And I'm like, dude, we are we're getting fucking old, bro. Like, that's what I was telling him. Like, how crazy is this, man? Like, I haven't even I've been doing it half as long as you. But I mean, here we are, man. Like, we're just out here doing it out here trying to make it work. I mean, and I never thought that I'd be doing this at 30 years old. I never thought that my life would be like this. 
you know, to say like when I was knowing what, knowing what I know now about the world, you know, like as a teenager, you're so stupid to think that you're going to be so successful. It's so, it's so naive and so dumb to think that. Not to say that it's impossible, but as a kid, you really don't know. Even if you do all the right things, you really don't know how the deck is stacked against you, how hard it's set up for you to be able to succeed in life and to, and to be a successful person, successful adult, let alone a successful young adult. You know what I mean? Because I mean, like I said, I'm only 30. I'm new to the game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so it's, I'm not saying it's like I'm old and I've been here, been around a long time and seen all this stuff, but you know, like where I'm at in my life right now, I've, at my age, I've accomplished more financially speaking and, you know, like on the career side, I've accomplished more than anybody else in my family at my age, you know, and by a long shot. You know, I think I've said that before on here that I've done more than anybody in my family by my age. And and that's crazy for me to believe because knowing knowing what it takes to be able to get to this point, knowing how hard it is, the shit, some of the shit you got to do and some of the opportunities that you have to capitalize on. It's fucking nuts to think that as a kid that you just expect that you're just going to be like that. It's so fucking crazy because kids, man, teenagers, and even when you're in college, because you're still not really an adult when you're in college, because you're still in school, you still have these boundaries, these bump, like you still have these bumpers up. Like, yeah, you could have a job. You could be starting a family. You could be immersing yourself in that. But if you're not, And if you're just going to school and, you know, maybe you got like a job or something that you're working money through school and stuff like that. Like really though, you're still, like I said, you, there are these bumpers up that keep, that will help keep you from failing. There's enough of a support system around you, you know, at that time in your life that is trying to help steer you around and, and, and get you the help that you need. And like people, you don't just don't understand how hard it is until you get out of that life. And I mean, to imagine, you know, like where we're at right now, the level of success that we've been able to achieve and the work that we've been able to put in to get here and how fortunate we are, how hard that we've had to work, but how fortunate we are that we had opportunities put in our way to capitalize on for that hard work to pay off because that's the other thing too, man, is that one thing that people don't talk about is hard work doesn't always pay off. Like sometimes you just lose. And then to make matters worse, you know, sometimes there isn't a lesson to be learned out of a loss. Sometimes you just lose, you know, sometimes you just take that L and you have to just move on. And whether you try at it again or you don't and you, you try to do a different approach or something, you know, whatever. That's on you. But, like, it doesn't always work out, man. And that's something that a lot of people don't understand and don't realize is that sometimes you can do everything right and still lose and still not have it work out.
and uh, it's, I mean, maybe the only lesson, if there is a lesson to be gained out of it, you know, because, I mean, I'm sure somebody is saying right now, screaming, going, no, there's always a lesson to be learned. I mean, maybe so if that lesson is in perseverance and in patience, you know, to keep trying and to to go and go and go and go and to never give up. Sure. That's that's a life lesson. That's a virtue that you could gain out of something like that. But sometimes it's just, man, you just sometimes you just got to take the L. Sometimes you just have to take that loss and, and move on and not pack up and give in, but move on, you know. And that's one thing. Nobody prepares you for that. Nobody prepares you for a situation that you can't just mend by working harder and getting through. You know, some things just happen that you just have to sit with. And that's that's fucking it's hard. Number one, for people to deal with. It's hard for people to understand that that's real life sometimes. I mean, it's even harder to have to face that but fuck man it's crazy to think it's crazy to think of what you know where we're at what we've been able to do all of my friends all my buddies my like three good friends my other buddy who was like my good friend he didn't really become uh like a ride or die homie until we were in high school maybe like my junior year of high school he became like a really good friend and honestly I don't know I really don't know how he even really became my good friend I remember the moments that put these other guys in my life I really don't remember what it was that like made us stick together I mean we've had some good fucking times man I've had a lot of fun with him man and he's been a good friend but I don't know Cause you just, it's crazy. You know, me and my, like my first good friend, Damien, we've had a very similar lifestyle. Like, you know, like, uh, as far as the things that have happened in our, in our lives, like, you know, moments or whatever, or, or things like help in our lives. Like, you know, we had good stability in our lives. Like, you know, we didn't really move around a lot. You know, my parents separated when I was like 10 his didn't separate until high school, but we had parents that even though they hated each other, they cared about us enough to make sure that we were doing the right thing and give us the support that we need, even if they were assholes about it sometimes and, and went about it the wrong way. At least they cared, you know, and, um, you know, we had like extracurriculars that helped keep us on the ball and, you know, we had you know, me and him were always like close and had, you know, like mixed friend groups and stuff like that. And we just, we've had kind of like a similar path, so to speak. And it's like my other buddies, like my other like best friends have not, you know, they came from, one of them came from this wild, you know, rough background, rough lifestyle, you know, a really just a hard way for a kid to grow up, you know, and the other one was kind of like my other buddy, that I met in high school was just like a, a mix where he came from this like hard area, but had a, has a good family, you know, and, um, and a little bit more stability in a rough environment. And it's, it's crazy just, you know, where we, you know, 
where we were able to go. And those are those three guys, man, those are some fucking real ones right there for real. Easily like that. I can say those are those guys are some real ones. You know, they would go to bat with me. And if I really needed it, they'd be there to help me out, you know, no matter what. You know, I don't know how many times I've called on Mikey to be able to help me out with a situation, no matter what it is, significant, insignificant. I mean, last summer, you know, him and his wife and his kids came over to my house for like a week and we redid the floors in my house because his wife had done it before. She was so good at it and I needed to learn how. And they came over and did the floors in my house and helped me with shit like that. And like one time, like my wife beached our, her, her bus, her car and he, I called him and you know, he like was like, yeah, man, I'll be right there with, with his truck and, and helped pull her out, you know, no problem, no questions asked, no big deal, you know, and the same thing, you know, like same thing with my other buddies, Damien and Morgan Help me out of tough spots if I needed rides, if I needed help with something, if I needed advice. I mean, whatever, man. Those guys are some real ones. I've always, you, I can always count on them. And maybe that's like one thing that you could have, you know, the ultimate, you know, maybe lesson is they are, people always say, oh, sur- surround yourself with good people, surround yourself with good people. But like, you never really know until it's too late whether or not somebody's going to be, you know, okay or not. But, that's the one thing, man, is find you a couple of ride or die homies and stick with them, ride it out through the thick and the thin, you know, no matter what happens, you know, be there, be there for each other, you know, and I'm sure that they would say the same thing about me, but man, it really doesn't feel like it. I feel like they've done way, way more for me over the years than I've done for them. And maybe that's just, you know, my perspective or who knows. Maybe I am a piece of shit friend and they just have stuck with me through and through because I'm funny. But I'd like to think that, you know, they've maintained being my friend for this long because I'm actually worth sticking around for. Because I know that they are, for sure. There's not a lot of things that those guys could do that would really make me turn around on them and walk away. It'd have to be some pretty fucked up shit and then... Even then, I'd probably have to fucking think about it, <laughs> honestly. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. All right, that's probably enough ranting and rambling for the day, so I'm going to let you guys go. As always, thanks for tuning in and listening. I appreciate it if you do. That's really cool of you. And, um, yeah, I guess I will um, catch you all on the next one. All right. Deuces.